Hey guys, how you living? Are you doing well? Good, glad to hear that. So in this episode, we tackled all sorts of things about why people do the things that they do. We talked a lot about some serious subjects and uh, women's rights and rape statistics and legal legal things involving all of these different statistics and featuring an actual person who knows legal things. Did I describe that the right way? Who fucking cares? It doesn't matter because my friends Alicia and Patrick were here to talk about all the good things with us. I say good things and they were bad things, but it doesn't matter. You're going to find out all about it soon. We kept this one around the hour and a half range, so if, you, if you're if you up to it, you can listen to this one in uh, sections if you want. We did it one block, so there's that. If you are interested in any of the things that we talked about, I'm going to be leaving in the description of this of this episode, I'm going to be leaving links to a lot of the things that we referenced, and you'll be able to do do a deep dive into a lot of that stuff. And we are also going to be doing uh, reoccurring subjects uh, in, uh, around this same conversation over the course of the next few months as well. So stay tuned for that. Also, this week. I will be going to the radio station. We at Wave 104 on Wednesday at around the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, myself and Scott Mann. And I don't know if Lynn's going to be there this time. Probably just me and Scott. But if Lynn wants to be a part of it, you're more than welcome, darling. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Marathon for Meals, which is where we uh, Scott Mann sets up in Broadway every year. And uh, people come and donate canned foods and things for uh, pretty much just the Myrtle Beach area. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it, Marathon for Meals is. Uh, you, if you Google Marathon for Meals, you'll be able to find information about it, and we'll also be plugging that this Wednesday. And after I get done with that episode, I may hang around with Scott for a little while and chill and talk with, with him for a little bit. And I'll be coming back home at seven o'clock Wednesday night. I will be doing a sports talk with Jason Summers, who has done a sports talk with me before. Adam Justice might be part of this as well, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about all of the fine things in college football going on here over the last couple of weeks. Roll tight. All of the good shit. All of the good shit. So, anyway. And also, it's been a while since I've done an episode from Trivia, so we may be doing a trivia episode where I'll just sit my phone at the table and record trivia as it happens and, and release that as a bonus content for you. Because you guys have been doing really good about listening to audio lately. And I'm going to step up my YouTube game a little bit and start editing and trimming down videos to make it a little bit more fun to watch instead of uh, a lot of dead space in the beginning. So, there's that. Anyway. I'm going to get out of here and let you guys get to the content. I'm going to start watching Sabrina. i got a lot of fucking cleaning to do. My house is a wreck. i got to fix it. But anyway, I love the shit out of everybody who can hear this, and I want you to know that. I don't throw those words around a lot. I truly don't. But I love the fuck out of you guys, and I want you to know that. Anywho, without further ado, episode number 75 of MI Stuff. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Here we are, here we are, here we are. That was a nice opener. Yeah, that was lovely. I liked it. Yeah. You want to do it again? We'll harmonize it. I can't. Here we are. No, I'm not going to do that. That's good, though. <laughs> Come on, you nailed it. I, I didn't know how he was going to start. I didn't know where to go. I would have I didn't know that what pitch key all kinds of. Yeah, exactly. It's quite all right. Ladies and gentlemen, the voices that you hear are that of... 
the lovely Alicia Brown, which you've heard before. Alicia Rice Brown, Brown Rice. Alicia Brown Rice, Rice Brown. Hiya. Speaking of which, happy anniversary to you tomorrow. Thank you. Shout out to my husband. Shout out to the husband who's doing things, doing things. And Patrick Hannah. That's me. Hey, that's me. You guys have seen Patrick on uh, the Tito's episode, and he's a, a blue wrench in the YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm going to get in there now and ban some motherfuckers. One of Excuse two. Me. <laughs> say motherfuckers. One of two moderators. He's family friendly. You guys both just said motherfuckers so angrily. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to be on the receiving end of those. Motherfucker. Is there, is there like a, uh, I don't know, in the beginning. In the beginning, I'll be angry. like, "Enjoy, motherfuckers." <laughs> yeah. That sounds welcoming and and kind. Yeah, I not think. as angry. Yeah, exactly. I had to fix my flag. Chop on Atlanta. Hell yeah! All right. So we're gonna talk about the brain again and people and how it's affected. And a short answer, short description. I say you you would probably be. I like that camera angle. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one, right? <laughs> oh, is it still up there? It was just yeah. it was just the ceiling spoiler. He's got lovely drapes. It had already happened, probably. No, it keeps going there. Must be something up there. I'll just get rid of that one. What the is up there? Do you have ghost? Yes. What's his name? Or her name? I didn't mean to assume your ghost's gender. It's okay. My ghost is cool as shit. Now that's kind of tapping more into the vein that we're talking about tonight. Foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. There we go. That's better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I was trying to get a... uh, I have a camera angle of both of you guys and then one of us two and then individuals of all of us that it'll randomize between... But those out there watching in YouTube world, that's no secret to you. <laughs> so, yes. We're, gender, I guess it is more gender roles. civil rights, social movements. <clears throat> Did it hit them? Yeah. All, I think. Sounds yeah. good. We're going to talk about those things. So, yeah. Let's get to that. I didn't mean to offend you the other day when you wanted you were you were trying to run stuff by me because I <laughs> I, I like to be ignorant in these situations yeah. so I can ask questions and I'd rather not know what we're getting into so that I'll pay full attention. No, I get it. I respect it. I think that Patrick and I are probably complete uh, opposite. Personality types, we like to be a little more prepared, and uh, I say as he's yeah. like just fudging up all of his equipment right now. It's cool. You'll get it. I'll get it. Perseverance, buddy. It's all good. Use gravity. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I get it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so you guys you guys have, like, I saw you passing notes at Trivia. Oh, oh that yeah, was, it was unrelated that's, to the, that tonight. That was for a program. Yeah. That I'm maybe writing for her. Okay. For a class project. Tech To finish up my uh, computer science degree. Yeah. I'm, uh... (laughs) You can just get rid of that thing. Yeah, it's just pitiful. There's a... Sorry if my P's and my B's... They sound great. Peak. Oh. Whoa, look at you, Mr. Equipment Man. Oh, look, that, that one doesn't look any damn better, does it? No. Nah, I'll just I'll just hold it in my hand hey like yeah. this. Okay. <laughs> I feel like a hair clip would fix that problem. Yeah, maybe. 
Who knows? I don't know. I rarely, I rarely break out those anyway. You, we're gonna be stepping up the, things. we're gonna be stepping up the equipment uh, as we go, little by little. You know, I'm doing one seat at a time. I feel like it's looking very good. I gotta, I'm just saying. I really like these microphones. But anyway, we're not here to talk about microphones. We're here to talk about all the, all of the fine research you guys have done on uh, <laughs> why people act the way that they do. Yeah. More so, Alicia probably has done more research <laughs> than I have. I pulled up a couple of websites pertaining to... Uh, Court cases that are currently going through the appeals process and in transgender rights, but uh, for those unfamiliar, Patrick is a lawyer. Yes, but I also am not like a uh, an attorney that specializes in this field. So I do. I don't like to talk about shit that I don't. Way to cover your own ass, Patrick. Exactly. (laughs) I am an attorney. But you didn't know he's a lawyer. So if I don't know it, I'm not going to give a, an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. wise, yeah, wise decision. I would probably go ahead and say that for not this a episode, legal opinion. Yeah, for this episode, I think legal. none of us are really going to be giving opinions on most of what's happening. We're probably just going to be bringing different perspectives and uh, sort of like theoretical uh, scenarios to the the yeah. table, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because everybody it, opinions are like assholes, right? Like everybody's got one or two. Yeah, I don't want to see them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. guys, but you know. Yeah, it's not my thing. And if Me you either. have to, can your employer fire you for that? Not under the ADA. <sighs> Probably not. Yeah. Mm-mm. This is why they pay him the big bucks for yeah. law. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to talk about? Man, I don't know. Where should we start, guys? I'll take my cues from you. Okay, no. The heat is on. Um, well, okay. So why don't we uh, why don't we start by talking a little bit about sexual assault and what that means in mm. today's society? You know, because we're, we're seeing a lot of noise being made over women's rights, mm-hmm. uh, power to my women. But uh, on the tail end of that, you're not seeing much in lieu of uh, men's rights. Um, so maybe we should just talk a little bit about the fact that a, a victim isn't one or the other, you know, a victims, every, everyone, anyone. I have an interesting perspective on that. I did an episode <laughs> once where I talked about, I had a drunk girl call me in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and obviously I'm sober. Yeah. Which is a nightmare for you. So I'm like, <laughs> what do I do in this situation? You know, do I actually mm-hmm. go over to this person, to this girl's house. But then, then I'm in the situation to where I'm the sober guy. Right. Yeah. You're going to feel like an asshole no matter what. Exactly. And not only that, not to, not to, I know that women have suffered a lot of horrible things and do not think that I'm ignoring that by saying this, but I've heard these horror stories about this dude. It's like, Hey man, this girl called me over and mm-hmm. she was wasted and like, mm-hmm ham blackout drunk didn't know what was going on didn't think you know and then the next thing you know like apparently i forced myself on her and shit like this and i'm like dude i do not ever want to be in that situation but yeah so maybe a, a good question for for you guys then would be uh would you have felt that way five years ago ten years ago uh me personally yes because you're a stand-up guy <laughs> 
He's single, ladies. Oh, I'm a single lady. Um, I'm a single lady. Anyway. No, yeah, I guess. But um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how rapidly we're changing the way that we discuss these things. And, it, I mean, at times it almost feels uh, a bit like... Um, Get in your face. <laughs> I don't mean so to objectify you with this microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not my intention. Very phallic shape. This is just going to be lie. the whole episode, you guys. Uh, they're going to be uh, acutely uncomfortable because Ugh. I'm a female talking yeah. about these things. But um, no, so so you look at the way in which people are discussing these topics and they're being brought to light. Yeah. And it just seems really sort of aggressive. Um. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's it's definitely the way in which things are getting brought to the table now, in my opinion, uh, is not a passive tone. At all. Like, nothing is passive these days, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Unless you're on, unless you're like on a news, news network and you're having to passively argue with each other until somebody says something out of the way and then it becomes immediately aggressive. Mm, yeah. Mm. BBC is pretty passive. Oh, I, I, I did three Bs. Or two B's and a P there. But you did good, BBC. P. P. You did good. Pretty neutral. Yeah. Uh, but either, either. Yeah, everything on TV is just loud noise talking past one another right now, I think. Uh, and especially with those controversial issues, it's just like, let's put them out there because people are going to watch this. Yeah, exactly. It feels so sensationalized when you really uh, kind of like take a step back and don't uh, let those trigger words and hot topics elicit an emotional response from you. When you really just kind of try to pay attention to both sides and the voices and opinions that are happening. Uh, when you look at any sort of news, in my opinion, it should be neutral, right? Theoretically. Yes. Uh, it doesn't feel that way anymore, you know? Yeah. And like the trigger words thing, I, I remember being in law you school. You want a couple? Um, <laughs> and uh, in my criminal law class in the first mm-hmm. semester, when we started talking about sexual assault, mm-hmm. the teacher's like, these cases are going to get graphic. And I understand some of you might have gone through some of this. Right. So if it does bother you, please let me know before class and you can be excused or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about all of it. So just be ready for it. How well, did that as go? you should. Um, it went fine, really. I mean, in my class. Uh, out of out of personal curiosity, what's the, the gender ratio for most of your, for that class? Would you say it was me, predominantly male? Uh, actually, I think it was pretty evenly split. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think actually not to say that women can't be lawyers statistics now. I think most (laughs) law schools have pretty even keel. I think there's a little more females coming out more recently Mm -hmm. in, in the profession than, than male, like more lining up with the population statistics. Yeah. 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 Like 51%. Yeah. It's not like a skewed sort of. Yeah. And there's been more of a push lately. <laughs> Every time, by all means, push. Much better. We'll edit it in later. <laughs> nah, but but uh, see, and there's another there's another small thing that's different these days that you probably wouldn't have had to say five years ago is that 
Oh, and I'm not, I don't mean to say that women can't be lawyers or whatever, even just like you just said, like oh, you're yeah. not, yeah. we're not, we're not here to say things like that, but right. we're just having a conversation. But in having a conversation, there's so many things that get said that people could be immensely offended by. Yeah, and that's a problem, especially when you're talking about these kind of social issues or civil rights things, right, that are getting brought to, to light in modern times. The fact that we can't have an honest-to-goodness discussion about difficult topics without uh, constantly having this subconscious uh, sort of, like, push to... Um, yeah, that's a big P. Yeah. I, know, I meant it, guys. Uh-huh. I meant that push. Push. Um, to uh, cover your own ass when you're talking. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to step on anybody's toes. Constantly. But when you look at, like, all of these sort of big issues, babe, somebody's toes got stepped on to make some <clears throat> progress. Like, that's just a part of the, 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 the beast, right? Like, yeah. Man, it's it really a lot is. of P's and B's. <laughs> yeah. Well, and another thing, I think it's more common now that it's understood that there's so many offensive things in our culture that people can choose depending on where they're standing in the argument to use it as a weapon to be offended. I I don't think a lot of people talk about that. Like hundred percent. Yeah. You know, just like, Oh, well that offends me. And it's like, it might not in another context completely. Well, not only that, but, uh, does it, does it, offend you in earnest or is it offending you because you're not literate on the topic and so it's easier to say well i'm offended by that and shut that shit down before Kevin Hart, that shit do you know what i mean i don't understand but what like, you're saying i'm like, gonna take it as offense exactly. <laughs> exactly yes yeah like before you really get into an honest discussion about something that you might not really be knowledgeable about the topic that's a huge problem too is people aren't willing to have that discussion but everyone wants to act like they're an expert because you can pick up your phone and uh, look into whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you have a million people that are like, oh, yeah, but... And then they try to talk, uh, like, a legal lingo with you. I'm not I, I'm not privy to any of that, but it seems like That's something that happens, right? I smacked it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think probably that's a really annoying thing with doctors and lawyers. Yeah. Where, like, we're... Any kind of professional or someone can just like WebMD their symptoms mm-hmm. and then that's got to be the most annoying patient. So like, oh, I've, yeah. got, I've got cancer. Like it, that's what WebMD said. They're like, all right, cool. Yeah. Here's or it could just be like a splinter. So mm-hmm. there's that. Yeah. I could 100% see that just, just because you don't, just because you can know something immediately, like just because you can look up something doesn't on mean your it's phone. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that you know it. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of people a lot of people have a hard time understanding that. Yeah, you you have access to this information, but you don't possess it yet. Yeah, no, and honestly, like a lot of people, um, even if you have access to it, it doesn't mean that you're. um, qualified. Yeah, qualified to break apart. You know what I mean? Anyone, anyone can uh, hypothetically go on Google Scholar and read legitimate research papers that are, uh, you know, disseminating really important information that's pertinent to what's going on. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you're going to understand <laughs> Of what you're reading, you know, like you're just uh, yeah. spouting off some shit. That you don't really. Know. There's a huge difference in reading words right? and, and learning. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think there's a difference between reading and comprehending. You're just, just pitiful. This, is, this poor windscreen isn't happening for you, man. Oh, I bet if I did it the other way. <laughs> if only I had a nickel. Yeah. Okay. This I bet is going to bother you so much. <laughs> right in your throat. It'll do the peas from my throat. Mm-hmm, keep mm-hmm. them out of here. I agree. Not, but yeah, like people can go on and they can read about all these different subjects or whatever and, and try to put on that coat, if you will, or yeah, Mm -hmm. they try to put on that character and obviously that is not who they are, Yeah, but there's too many of those people who are willing to to just bullshit their way through these conversations and not educate themselves about the situation that they're arguing about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely bullshitting my way through this conversation. So <clears throat> I'm bullshitting my way through every conversation, but I have, but we'll say that. We'll s- I'm sorry. The sweat, the sweat in your lenses is like angry. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you can see it or no, not, but it looks like a, like an angry uh, jack-o'-lantern, like mm. somebody carved angry Great. eyebrows into your... I'm sorry. <laughs> it kind of does look like the no fear symbol. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, anyway, uh, I'm, it, I'm bringing it back yeah, I took them off for a second. No, so I no that's fine. But, uh, yeah. Why, why do... wonder why people are so afraid to admit ignorance mm. and learn something than they are to just look stupid to, for them, to themselves. Because I feel like you'll look dumber to other people by bullshitting your way through something you know nothing about, obviously. Well, assuming than, that there's a person that's an expert in the group. Mm-hmm. Well, and I heard someone talking today about why they weren't going to vote. Mm. And they said they think that the politicians are on such this other higher level that they have no idea what they're actually talking about mm. yeah they've gotten all this stuff so i don't know up in different jargon that they yeah. don't even know what they're voting for yeah, and so and that know, they don't want to you know actually uh i brought that up at one of the conferences i went to when i was uh presenting some research because i feel like uh professional psychologists are very much at fault for this um because it's very easy to uh <laughs> To present your research in a way that would be a professional sort of terminology. But at the end of the day, you could also very just simply say, like, they have periods of just intense sadness, you know, Mm -hmm. without... Uh, there's there is such a disconnect between professionals when they talk to one another. Yes. And communicating that information to a general population. Man, I'll read words hmm. that people write in their uh, legal orders. Yeah, why? And I'm like, why did you use the, like to be a dick? Witnesseth, and it's like yeah, witnesseth. Witnesseth. Huh. Maybe their dictionary was from, like, the 18th uh, I'll tell you what it really is, probably, is that, like, someone used it in the 70s, and they're just using the same order from then. Yeah, they're copy, just like, copy, they're just Yeah, they're just copying yeah. and pasting it. So yeah. they keep using all these words, and then they get, like, regurgitated, and they're like, I know it's right. Technically. But I don't want to change it and sound stupid now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. I don't know. But and when plus, they got a letter count they got to reach. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like if you're really knowledgeable about what you're you're uh, discussing, that you can break it down and tell anyone 
and educate anyone about the topic. Yes. And absolutely. if you're not capable of doing that, then maybe you should shut your big fat line mouth. <laughs> Agreed. I really, I, I stand by that 100%. I deal with people so many, I deal with people, I'm not going to name any names, <laughs> that just say so many things. Yeah. They just common. never stop saying things. And there's a lot of fact based in it, but there's 90% pulp. It's yeah. like, I get what you mean. You know, a couple of words are invo- around this thing that we're talking about and you're throwing them in every now and again to make it sound more intelligent, but you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Shut that, up. That to me almost feels like, uh, any news that we, Maybe, yeah. we get now. It's, it's kind I've of a similar issue. Uh, Facebook for, uh, what? congratulations. Like six dude. months. I just deleted it all. Blasphemist. And, um, feel good. Liberated. Kind of. My, my was there like a weird uh, phase where you had to like uh, detox from that? No, not really. I didn't do anything on Facebook. Yeah. What except, do you do when you're pooping? Yes. Yeah, so touche. Finally, my fingers you? no more. Like don't. You know, there's like four websites I would go to, like Reddit and Facebook and Google News and. Okay, just three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> All right. My enough. my keyboards finally stopped. Like my finger. Muscle. Mm, Carpal tunnel. <laughs> memory. It? Muscle memory. It mm-hmm. stopped doing Facebook. So I'm wow. like. Wow. But Reddit's still there. Reddit's where everything goes first, I think. And I'll close Reddit down and open it right back up. I'm 100% going to tell you I don't go on Reddit because I'm terrified of going down like a, a dark rabbit hole mm. and just getting intensely depressed after anything well, that That's I probably see. one of the social media things we should study, the people posting on that. I agree. I want to do some uh, PTSD symptomology stuff anyway. That's we'll 4chan. That That's 4chan for me. Yeah, I won't do 4chan because yeah. of that reason. Like Reddit, I can handle. Yeah, yeah, you can look at the 4chan stuff that people post to Reddit. Yeah, I got to go on record okay. and say, like, anyone that uh, is live streaming uh, suicide or murder God. or rape, you guys are assholes. You're scumbags. Please stop doing that for the betterment of humanity. <laughs> Like, yeah, don't ever do that. It's just terrible. And when you look at like the numbers of people that tune in and yeah, watch you can that do stuff, all that stuff, just don't live stream scary. it. There's yeah, a- sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have legal like, approval. It sounded like your problem was specifically with the live streaming part yeah. of all the awful yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> well, fair enough. No, I, I, I know what you mean, though. Mm. Like, why broadcast these awful things to a larger audience? I, anyway. Go ahead. It's funny that you bring that up, too, is that... Uh, we were talking about. I know. I I know. We talked about social media and its mm-hmm. effect on people's psyche, basically. Yeah. But a lot of a lot of folks don't realize that the negative things that people are posting on Facebook get tens of thousands of more hits than the positive things. And wonder when. Wonder at which point, or has it always been that way? We're just since. The, yeah, since you. Roman times when they just want to watch the fucking yeah. Christians get ripped apart by the lions. I feel like it taps into the same sort of uh, mentality when you are stuck in traffic and you see the car wreck, like and the accident, and, and everyone it. slows down. No one's slowing down because they can help or they want to make sure everything's okay. You're slowing it. down to see something bad happen to another person. You're also a scumbag. 
<laughs> yeah, and that's why I only read comment sections. I never read the news article. I just go straight to the comments. Really? You can a... get all your information basically to, through a... <laughs> oh, I'm oh, so... No. Wait, hold on. You no, just really. lied? Is that a lie or it's are you serious? Not a lie. I, I wow. do go to the comments section. I'll, I'll look at it first to see what people are saying. All right. And then I'm like... Verify whether or not geez. it's worth the click. What pulls you Maybe. In? And then I'll, I'll go look the at it. The crazier the comment, the more yeah. you're likely to read it? Yeah. yeah, you go on Whoa. Reddit and then you look at the article. And you're Same like, dark oh, mentality, Patrick. Some people are gonna be mad about this, and then you go into the comment section and you sort by controversial, and you're like, "Who said the most racist thing?" Oh, that guy <sighs> said something awful. And then I want to see, I want to see if people are defending it. And I don't think you guys can see my face right now, but I'm like, Aye. it's <laughs> uh, that's, that's a process, a, man. You are literally filtering anything good out. <laughs> well, no, I'm seeing if people are standing up to oh, okay. people who are saying this stuff, or if Start it's just with going that off. Next time. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. You're like, where's the racism? <laughs> okay, <laughs> say something. Can bad. we? All right, we're yeah. gonna have to do something without a name. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all mm-hmm. know the name, okay. and as soon as I bring this up, we're going to know exactly. You, we are going to know exactly who we're talking about. And most of the people watching will too. But uh-huh. one of our friends, oh, no. a oh, few years ago, I don't have any for Halloween. You already know for Halloween did blackface. We're not going to name the name, but we all know who it is. This person posted a picture. Uh, posted a picture the other day. Of uh, blah 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 years ago on Halloween, and my one and only comment was racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one and only comment was racist. Now I had a very long, very long conversation with this person mm. about how that was wrong and how it needed to be removed. You're like, man, you need to take this down. It's not cool. This is not the kind of thing that you want attached to your name. Mm. And he could not, for the life of him, understand why this was wrong. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like that is a larger problem than the actual racism. Like, folks aren't realizing how racist things that they are doing are. Mm-hmm. Ready for a trigger word? Oh, my. White privilege. Mm, white <sighs> privilege. I got that. I'll be right back. <laughs> this is the one with the hole in the floor on the... Oh, the hole in the floor? Yeah. The this sink, is the first actually. one you come to. Sink, oh, and, yeah. Uh-huh. The sink. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm just, why people don't understand how they don't see the underlying racism in these things. And, and well, white privilege is a thing. Yeah. Just like sexism is a thing. I mean, all of these, all of these, uh, sort of, um, discriminatory Acts, yeah, are things. I think it's uh, it's tough, you know, because you're either in a place where you are willing to accept and recognize that, right? Yes, and acknowledge and be held accountable, or it's uh, it's also like really easy to kind of. You know, take the ignorance as bliss kind of 
uh, mentality on things a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. If you're not in a profession or if you haven't been privy to life experiences that maybe put you in these difficult situations, why would you ever seek out that to acknowledge it and then be like, oh, no. Like, I'm a terrible person without realizing I'm a terrible person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I think a lot of people have a really hard time understanding that, understanding that they are, they are that person or, and, and a lot of it is denial too, because you're realizing, Hey, I've been doing this shit for a really long time. A lot of people have witnessed me do this. So if I admit that what I was doing was wrong all of this time, then I have been a racist from back then. And and rather than admitting that, Oh shit, I've done some racist shit before I realized it was racist. Mm -hmm. They would rather just deny that anything that they did was racist in the, in the start to start with, which inherently makes it look more racist. I agree. <laughs> yeah, but no, do you though? And no, I, I do actually. And in, in my experience, but I didn't mean to cut you off. Was, oh, no, no, no. was um, I'm happy to hear Patrick's voice. I, I one of my law school courses was a seminar course, and it was um, oh, I can't remember. I think it was African American mm-hmm. stuff in the law. That's a shitty. That's that's. But it was it was. All the crazy stuff the U.S. government has done yeah. to black people over the years that you may or may not know about. Yeah. And white privilege was a thing that came up, and it mm-hmm. wasn't done in a way that was like, Accusatory. you should feel bad. But I was like the only white guy in the class there regularly. Yeah. And I'm learning about it, and I'm like, oh, Because all the other white kids felt bad. <laughs> it, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even go to it. In yeah. The, or, this they was were, like they an, were racist. This was an elective class. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Good for you. And um, I had to write a whole paper. My paper was really crappy, but um, I'm sure your professor was like, "Why well, you put in an effort?" Well, probably. Uh, she was actually my criminal law professor. So cool. She was great. Uh, professor Scully, Judith M. Scully. Is that why you, you, you liked it so much? Uh, she was great. Yeah, it was Scully. Yeah. And then I had another professor named Picard. Nice. I'm not sure. I'm not so sure. I didn't dream all this up. I'm not another professor named. Oh wait, you're not joking. Duchovny. No, you're. I didn't. Uh, the Duchovny one was a joke, <laughs> but I had a Scully and a Picard. Okay, I thought the Picard was a joke. Was no, like, really. This bit's good, man. I was gonna let you run with it for a second. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Picard was. Um, I worked for her as a research assistant, hmm. and um, shout out research. You And um, that was that was awesome. And. Um, Scully, I did not work for, but she was pretty great. Anyway, uh, that class, when they started going over, like, white privilege, it wasn't, it was just, like, realize that people might not have had the same, mm-hmm. like, throw two people here. One of their experiences is just different. It's not that it's good or bad, just realize it. Yeah. Just be aware. And then I think people take it, they're like, well, I'm white and I had a really shitty life. It's like, okay, well, it's like your experience. Yeah. It's not everyone's. And, you know, it doesn't apply in every situation. It's just, it's kind of like a different, looking at stuff from a different perspective. It's like opening up your... Changing out the lens. Yeah. You're changing out the lens on a camera. That's a good analogy. Yeah. I like it too. Perspectives. Ready to pivot? I think you're right. That that was a very triggery word. Yeah, I know. Uh, Ready to pivot? 
pivot. pivot. Well, before we step too far away from yeah. this, do you do you remember the uh, before you this this came out surely before you deleted Facebook? Uh, it was this this thing where he uh, he got his entire class to stand in a in a, a line, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, like if both of your parents are married, take two steps forward. Right. That if, was a pretty powerful video. Yes, and it pretty much like if if you you got a scholarship to go to this college, take mm-hmm. a step forward. Um, if blah 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 blah, like eight 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 or nine different questions or whatever or, or more, and then he tells the people in the front of the line that are you know that have been able to answer yes to all these questions to turn around and look behind them and mm-hmm. look at all the people who did not have the things that they had, and like this is. You literally, you don't understand just by just simple things by maybe literally being white and not really having to be afraid when you get pulled over for speeding or just little small things like that, that we have an advantage over Mm -hmm. other people. And, and to deny that I think is just hundred percent is just so, so ignorant. I'll never, yeah. Like I'll never have to sit my son down at any point in his life and say, Hey, don't be in this place after dark wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. hey, uh, like, go out of your way to be accommodating to police officers. You know, like, I, I will never have to have that discussion with my child simply because he's Caucasian. Yeah. You know? That's very true. And it is, I hate that we're there. And even Dave Chappelle said it. I watched his, uh, the, uh, I don't, but you know, I don't hate that we're there because, uh, you know, in retrospect, before we got there, it wasn't even a thing that we knew was a thing. So well, the conversation has started. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like an that. important first step, I think. It's a good microphone. I like how it picked up her. Oh, no, was it? Oh. Pretty far away. No, it's good. It was good. Sorry, oh, my God. No, it, it, no, it was like a... It was a thinking. pleasant sound. It was. Uh, yeah, but but, uh, but Dave Chappelle said uh, he, was picking on, he, he was picking on this guy in the audience from Brooklyn because he was just a, a very tall black dude with long dreads. And he's like, that guy has such a hard road ahead of him. You know, he's got such a hard trip through this, through this, you know, thing that we're on because of that situation. Mm-hmm. And... I I hate the fact that there are so many people that are still denying that, and just it bothers me more because it's my family, mm. like like people no. I'm related to and people I'm friends with all the time, and just just don't understand. And I know I keep pounding that in a lot of different episodes, but I just I feel like other people in my situation aren't doing enough to talk about these things and airing them out properly. So I want to do my part. Good for you. Woke, woke boy. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, I did it. I didn't mean to interrupt you with the with the other story. But if the, if there's a Facebook video out there, I don't know how you would search that video where they take two steps forward if your parents are together. I'll look it up. We'll find we'll find all these things because we're going to yeah. be dropping a lot of links in yeah, this one. Tons of links later. So yeah, yeah infographics. So if you're prepared to pivot and you have a, a good pivot subject, yeah. But before we pivot, can I just uh, give a quick shout out to a, a project that absolutely uh, I think is a uh, very uh, sort of admirable in, in what they're aiming to do. So if you go to implicit.harvard.edu, uh, you can become a participant by giving your consent, and basically it's a quick online. Um, psychological test and it aims to measure implicit associations so uh you can't fake 
this test. It's it's impossible. It, it basically uh, follows the established neural pathways that are in your brain. Yes. And uh, they have it's it's actually one of the largest databases, uh, to my knowledge, currently, um, and it's just accruing more people uh, daily. But the information that they're getting from this is just really invaluable stuff. So it goes to, it speaks to um, uh, innate, implicit biases that we all have, uh, race, gender. Yeah, go for it, man. You're feeling me. Well, no, is this the test where it has the white and the black screen and then uh, the words pop up? And then um, there's four screens and the words differently pop up? And so, then you press the button that it's... Like the so there's lots of different okay. uh, tests, okay. and basically when you give your consent, they kind of like whatever topic they're on will feed you into that. So for example, oh, okay. when I did when I did it, um, it was basically um, attractive and unattractive people that you had to categorize, right? So like uh, two 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 things, and then um, intelligence and. Uh, yeah. So uh, so basically the results from that kind of um, showed a correlation between attractiveness yes. and um, admissions into universities. Ah. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, they've, they've done a lot hmm. of a lot of studies like this. And it's just amazing the amount of information that they're able to disseminate from just uh, a couple quick clicks on your part, guys. Just go and, and, and do it. wonder why that is. Why do you want pretty people in college? What about the rest of us? Uh, well, so if you look at it from like a... Okay, let's change the lens out on the camera. I if, didn't go to college. So. If you look at it from like a, a very like wide-angle they lens, right? They somehow. Well, it's because you're pretty, Patrick. That's what they call him, pretty that's, Patrick. That's debatable. In law school. See you, guys, see, you guys both went to college and I did not. So far, our theory stands up. Hardly. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, so... Why is that so funny? <laughs> Don't be a jerk. No, I like it. It's the same. I mean, I was just making the joke I think, myself. So I think, like, uh, the broader the lens, right? So if you start looking into attractiveness, you're taught from a very young age. Yes. Uh, Prince Charming, princesses, you know, these are people that are good or admirable mm. or have traits that you should have. Um, and so, you know, it's just that sort of neural pathway gets like really strong in your brain. And when it comes down to it, you know, you might be looking at someone on paper and they have identical stats, like same GPA, same extracurriculars, blah, 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 blah. Um, but when you see them in person, you know, innately, you're going to prefer the attractive person over the unattractive person because you've just been taught that way. And it's uh, true. attractiveness, I think, is largely symmetry. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is fun science on that too, guys. Mm-hmm. But I I saw this thing the other day on it was probably Facebook, but it was one of the social networking things. But it, it showed pictures of celebrities with perfectly symmetrical faces rather than mm-hmm. their actual face. Mm-hmm. And it was weird looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was like, oh my god, it looks like Jack Nicholson in Batman. <laughs> well, for those of you that don't know, Tom Cruise. Uh, has a tooth that is directly in the middle of his hmm. his uh, his his smile. You'll never unsee it. I apologize. If you if you look at the thing, it's, uh, with, it's, the, with all the measurements on it. Hmm. No, you know, there's no measurements. You just have to look at his face. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh, no. it's, it, it is very obvious. <laughs> I gotta see this now. Yeah, Cruise. no, yeah, okay. right in the smack middle of his mouth. 
Interesting. It, it, there should be a there. It should be two two teeth. It is not, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready to pivot? We can pivot. Pivot. Yeah. So let's move away from white pivot. Pivot. White privilege. Pervert. Pivot. <laughs> Uh, let's move away from that and uh, start talking a little bit about women's rights and sexual assault. I'm eminently requ- um, qualifying to speak on all of this. Yes? No. Oh, okay. It's cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. That That's because, guys, he just saw Tom Cruise's mouth. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That right tooth is yeah. kind of square in the wild, weird, wild stuff. Thanks for ruining Tom Cruise's face for me. You're welcome. I, I feel like, like who Tom it would Cruise really, now, what am I gonna dream who about? it should have ruined it for the people that made him like uh, best best looking uh, man, whatever. And, and That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What am I gonna dream about now? I don't know. Ryan Gosling, like any other hot blooded American. Zach Efron. Yeah, all right, I'll take it. Yeah. He has a tooth directly under his nose. Like that's so weird. Yes, it is. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's a Mission Impossible joke Kelsey to be needs made, a moment to, to collect. Oh, no. I, I never really liked Tom Cruise, by the way. I, I never liked Tom Cruise. I had a neighbor once who owned a movie theater. And hmm. it was back in the times when Days of Thunder came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mellow Tom Yellow. Cruise came in and, and like had a huge entourage with him. And wanted him to shut the theater down so that he could have a private showing at Days of Thunder. And like impress Did his friends or whatever. And he was tickets? just a dick. He was just a Dude said he was just a, a royal dick. Hmm. And I was like, man, you know what? I already don't really like Top Gun that much. I just think I don't like Tom Cruise now. And I never hmm. watched any, any Mission, Mission Impossible or anything. He said he's only like this tall. Oh, yeah. He said he's like chief like size. Five, uh, five, five, what? Six, six or I believe. Something? Yeah. Ah. I think it's. I can't believe we both knew five, that. Six, That's a seven. weird thing for us to know. Well, it comes next. And um, eight, nine. See. Seven, eight, nine. Anyway, um, <laughs> do you think he was a Scientologist then? Pro- I don't know. Probably the beginning of it. Because okay. he's been in since he very early he on. He didn't hit that level yet where he had to be nice to people. He was still learning. I don't know that he has to be nice to people now. Well, he's not going to get any imaginary Lord Zenu points if he doesn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He won't be able to get his planet. That I don't understand. But anyway. Me neither. Women's rights. Yeah. To hell with Tom Cruise stealing women's rights away from well, this I mean, podcast. Well, I mean, he did lock away that lady in his house. Did he? Oh, no. wait, no. Katie Holmes, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Basically. Oh, that was after the Oprah thing. Mm-hmm. He was in love we can, with we can, we can slightly pivot from Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes into women's rights. It's fine. Yeah, it well, we should because, uh, what is it? like? Um, I'm, for the record, any stats that I throw out there right now, like, don't. Do not take them as Bible because mm, most likely they are off. Fact check uh, us. Yeah. Fact check us. And we'll be posting a lot of infographics. Uh, yeah, we'll be. I'm going to load up the description of this episode with all kinds of links. Yeah, I've saved a bunch. Um, and here's the tough thing about it. When you start looking at these statistics, it really sort of varies on the organization and the way mm-hmm. in which they're collecting the data. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, uh, women, uh, roughly one in six, I think, okay, will experience uh, rape in their lifetime. 
here's where it gets crazy, right? So, like, all we're hearing now is, like, Me Too, and it's uh, all about women's rights and that sort of thing. I'm not down in that. I love that. Uh, It's great. But men are kind of getting the shit end of the stick on it a little bit because when you start looking at statistics for men, the data uh, is uh, largely estimate because predominantly the majority of men that experience these uh, assaults do not uh, disclose Mm -hmm. the event, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So when you look at, I think it's the, what is it, SC, no, wait, NSCRV, right, I think? Perfect. Yeah? Did Did I nail it? Mm -hmm. Yes, those acronyms. Love it. I actually Uh, have no idea. Oh, fuck. And that's an initialism. Na- Nash- National Center for uh, Sexual Violence Resources or something like that. Anyway, Nash- y- you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying. Thank you. Uh, so when you look at that, anyway, they're basically saying that one in maybe 70 men experience rape. Uh, when you start looking into rain or uh, the Department of Defense actually has some of the best data. Uh, for this topic, and they estimate closer to one in 33-ish men, I want to say, will experience rape. That is a huge discrepancy in terms of men being victimized. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Um, We don't have enough data on it. Men don't talk about it. Let's talk about that. Okay. Right? NSVRC. NSVRC. What did I say? NSVRC. Yeah, I feel like Nash, I had I feel like I had the letters yeah, there. Did. National Sexual Violence Resource. For those of you paying yes. attention, that's how we Thank used you. to watch movies. Yeah, and and NS VCR VCR. Yeah, literally type in uh, sexual assault into your search and engine and rain and and rain this. Was the other one. Yeah, the these yeah, yeah these will be the the top sort of like returns that you'll get uh, on it, but unfortunately, it's very biased towards women. Well. Men don't want to talk about that thing because you're a man. Like this doesn't happen to men, you know that that whole stereo, the sexual sexual stereotyping of okay, we're a men, we can't. It's impossible for us to be, you know, sexually assaulted. We're men. Ready for another trigger? Yeah. Toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know a lot of those. Oh yeah. I feel like it taps into uh, some of the reasons why men don't disclose. Oh, sure. Sure. And probably a lot of it's to do with society in general. Kind of more like what Kelsey's saying. Yeah. You know, they both tie in together. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joey Diaz did a, did a bit on this about uh, Terry Crews. Mm. Mm-hmm. Molly, Terry Crews went to a Hollywood mm-hmm. party. You know, Terry Crews, the, the muscles guy, the Old Spice yeah, guy? Yeah, Old Spice. Yeah. Terry Crews, somebody... Oh, by the way, if you guys haven't seen him disclose when he was in court about his assault, like, it, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes, like, so much uh, courage and bravery on his part, like, kudos to that man. Yeah, exactly, and, like, he's like, listen, I know women go through this shit all the time, and, like, I'm not uh, in any way a woman, I am a very large man, Mm -hmm. like, and this shit's still happening to me, like... Which is insane to me. People yeah. grabbing his dick at a party or whatever, however it went. No, it was actually uh, uh, like a producer, and he went to discuss his career, and uh, the producer behind closed doors basically like kind of like grabbed his dick and made a joke about it, 
and laughed it off. And uh, before he, like, he disclosed to his wife what had happened, and his wife uh, basically, like, hammered into him over and over. And this, like, loops back into the sort of white privilege thing because yeah. his wife, from his own wife, he's getting hammered about uh, do not hit him. You are a black man. You do not have opportunities uh, like mm-hmm. most people. Uh, don't throw it down the toilet for, for, for one person. Which is probably sound advice for any person, not just a black person. That's true. And it just sucks so bad that we are, we're witnessing shit like this going on every single day. And it's like, these are just the ones that come forward. Like how many, mm-hmm. what, 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 are you, what percentage do you think comes to light? Ooh, a very small percentage. Yeah, so it would depend on what uh, data you're looking at, but the DOD, I think, says somewhere, uh, estimates around 14,000 cases of male uh, male victims during sexual assault happen annually. Um, of that, it might be something like 6% uh, actually disclose, and then... Um, I mean, it's very, very few convictions that happen uh, in terms of uh, men seeing justice in court. Yeah. Uh, Same for women. Do you want to talk some about that? We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about why it's so hard to convict. What? What uh, the fuck? It, is it because the system is so? Uh, I don't know. It, it's you have to have so much evidence. Yeah. Well, for criminal stuff, you have to prove something beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. When you try to gauge what that is, it's not 51%. That's It's like a high burden of proof. Mm-hmm. So I think what a lot of the uh, criminal defense people recently have been doing is is creating another fiction about what's happened that mm. just plants Seated reasonable out. doubt in someone's head just yeah. one person on the jury depending on the state that you're in yeah you don't always have to have a unanimous jury mm-hmm. um to convict but um yeah you just get that one hung juror mm-hmm. and hell what if you get someone on that jury that has been like falsely accused before or something, they're never going to convict, right? right? Unless it's like video, uh, like all DNA, the DNA evidence, or yeah, yeah something. They went crazy. forward right away. They got yeah. the DNA evidence, hmm. and and then went forward. You know, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I'm not super qualified. I do very little criminal stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I did some of the. Um, Florida Polytechnic University's sexual assault, like mm-hmm. student code of conduct stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, but when I was writing that, I really wanted to be like. Was this before or after Title Nine? After Title Nine. Okay. Um, but uh, what's Title Nine? Title Nine is the legislation that allows schools. It, it's uh, for. No sexual discrimination in schools, basically. Mm -hmm. That's why you have schools that have to give out equal scholarships, athletic scholarships, to female and male sports. Okay. 
Okay, that's one part of it. That's why you hear the yeah, Title Nine. There's a lot of parts. Yeah, there's a lot of parts to it. I'm just curious because I didn't know what that was, and I'm sure, sure. a Other lot of people at home did not either. Yeah. So yeah, one part of it's that thing you always hear about with oh, that's why the men's soccer team had to shut down because yeah. right. the women had to have an equal number of softball scholarship, and you know, there's not like a female football team. And there's yeah. like well, I think there was one female mm-hmm. that played. Uh, kicker kicker and she just got some weird disease she's like on her deathbed right now it's terrible uh, that's what football does to you kids anyway i'm really baseball I'm that shit back in yeah so some of the other things that title nine touches on is uh sexual assault mm-hmm. um alcohol consumption consent for sexual activity um and really it is kind of the way i interpret it right is a thing in legislation that has tried to make uh, universal education of incidences on college campuses. So, so uh, any sort of like entry uh, freshman course that you've maybe had to take when you go to a university. One of the big things is uh, going to be Title IX that they touch on. And I feel like a lot of that is probably covering the university's ass in the case that some stuff goes down, like, on their campus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you hear about the Secretary of Education, DeVos, right now trying to loosen up on some of the stuff. Mm. But basically what happens is when each administration comes in, they the president will write a letter to whoever's in charge of prosecuting these things mm-hmm. for them to kind of direct like we mm-hmm. want you to go real hard on this this and this and when obama was in office mm-hmm. they started being more big. transgender friendly they kind of mm-hmm. used it as more of a sword yeah than a shield yes um and then it's come back a little in the last 2 years now and it's hard as a university to decide, like, well, what the, what should our damn regulation be? Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot of, there's a lot of controversy on, like, why is, does the school get involved in this rape? Mm-hmm. When it's, like, a criminal thing, mm-hmm. why do they kick the kid out of school immediately? Mm-hmm. And then it was a false accusation, and now, or, you know, sometimes it's, but that school's got to do something to protect itself too, and yeah, yeah. I feel like you got to really look at universities as because they are. Uh, let me start by saying, I, I, rape and sexual assault on college campuses is an epidemic. Period. Point blank. Yeah. Ninety six, um, I think, percent of sexual assault instances go. Uh, unreported mm. to authorities that occur on college campuses. Um, it's uh, like maybe one in five women will experience uh, rape, sexual assault, or like attempted rape and sexual assault while in college. Do you know the statistics on men at all? Uh, it's like one in 16, I believe. One in 16. Yeah. Okay. Same, so, similar non-reporting stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when you, moving forward, when you look at these universities, you got to think of them as a business because they are, man. Definitely Um, more so now. Yeah. Um, and so I think that a lot of what Title IX does is 
maybe try to hold these places a little more accountable, but I think really where the problem comes into play, and you can probably help with this a little bit, but maybe I'm assuming that there's that sort of disconnect between college, uh, like campus uh, police, and the actual freaking police. And that's going to depend on each university. Yeah. Uh, I think your state universities Mm -hmm. actually have, can have actual police on the campus. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can't speak for every single university. And there's maybe a difference between like building security and cops that come in. Um, I know I wrote rules for our school that actually had to go to public comment for like what police would charge you with tickets on the campus if you were speeding. So mm-hmm. there were actual police officers and it was a public university. Mm-hmm. But a private one, probably they might have an agreement with local police too. Yeah. But there's also two different investigative tracks. Right. Because that's the point I think I was trying to sure. get at, touch on. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the deal with that. If you're at a school and they take away your property right, that's where due process comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, your property right being maybe your scholarship for the money yeah. you've paid to them. And so any kind of hearing they have has to have some sort of due process to it. But also, I mean, it's going to look similar to a criminal investigation. At the end of the day, they're not going to charge you with anything, but they might decide, well, we got to get this person off of campus because mm-hmm. they definitely raped someone. Yeah. And, but should it wait until the criminal investigation is done? Should it rely more heavily on that? So it's kind of, that's like a huge debating. That's right where now. the gray area of how many of these 96% go unreported, yeah, you say? Yeah, it's a lot. I wonder how many of these 96% that go unreported are situations like I was talking about earlier, like maybe blackout drunk and like oh, i don't yeah. think i could consent to this but it's yeah. just like you're in college and you don't have your you don't have to go home so you don't yeah. have to worry about how drunk you get and or you don't have to worry or, or you know and i'm not i'm not trying to to make light of this situation no, at no, all i'm literally just like that at all no 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 i'm just trying to think of the numbers in my head but i feel like it's um mid to upper 40 percent that uh, involve alcohol consumption on college campuses. What was that percent again? Sorry. Like a 40, 45-ish sort of range uh, for uh, sexual assaults that occur with alcohol or some other um, sort Uh, of illegal. I'm I'm not trying to dispute Estimated at 34.8% cases of sexual assaults are reported to the authorities in 2014. Is that on college campuses? I don't think that's on college campuses. Yeah, I think oh. that's yeah just there's this is a big difference. Specifically yeah. for college campuses. Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't find that. And one. the number you're thinking of, do you remember? Oh, actually, I have it right here, yeah. Was the reporting agency who studied that? I want to say it was the the uh, national. Um, oh, the, the one that you're not going to try and in, do again? Um, national Sexual Violence, Sexual Violence Resource, Resource Center. Resource Center. I, that's okay. it, yeah. Yeah. I've been talking over here. A number of lawsuits have been filed against colleges and universities by students claiming to have been wrongfully expelled for rape they did not commit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> 
Also, wow. another high percentage uh, for um, rapes that happen on college campuses uh, are between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. Nothing good happens after midnight. Like your Nothing. mama told you. That's why we're going to wrap this one up at 11.59. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's see here. Non-student victims... 65,668 between 95 and 2013. Completed some, rape, uh, 10,000. Attempted rapes, rape, 7,000. Sexual assault, 9,000. Threat of rape or sexual assault, 3,488. So 31,302 student victims over the course of 95 to 2013. And where are you pulling these statistics from, Kelsey? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I am on... Well, I'm I'm a, a Wikipedia rape in the United States. Mm-hmm. Sounded like you said Wikipedia is rape in the United States, but that's what I said. It's okay. rape in their brains. Um, I can pull pull up some stuff. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about Kavanaugh and statute of limitations? Can we? I feel like it's kind of tapping into this sort of. Yeah, sure. Vain. Yeah, right? I'm fine like, with that. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm here for as long okay. as you guys want to be. So we can, uh, we can touch on anything, any, any subject you want to. I definitely do want to talk about the Kavanaugh thing though, because yeah, that's an interesting subject because that sort of encapsulates everything that we've already been discussing uh, yes. c- uh, around this this whole deal. Mm-hmm. So I said. Just to like like Adam and Smitty or whatever, whoever I would have the conversation with, that mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I don't know no one who knows. to believe in this situation. I don't know Brett Kavanaugh. I don't know Dr. Ford. I don't know who these people are personally. I don't know them. We don't know what happened. Right. Therefore, I cannot make a proper assumption. I can say that if the allegations are accurate and the things that she says happened did indeed happen, then mm-hmm. that's not the best thing ever and and nobody should do that but did it happen i don't know i wasn't there Mm -hmm. i know that i can speak out against the situation that i don't like i don't like how the situation feels it has a smell to it almost Mm. yeah i think it's one of those things where uh you know one um like just screw all of the sort of higher powers at B that didn't protect either one of these people mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. it should have it could have very easily been something that was handled in a proper sort of way without being made a spectacle of. Yeah, it was definitely a, just a political game at the 100%, end of it because in, the reality of it is it doesn't matter really and truly what happened because both of these individuals lives will be ruined to some yeah. degree. Yeah. Forever. Depending on who you talk to. You can't, yeah, you can't get a, no, there's they no winner in they this. They should have been protected. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I think the second half of that would be how much shit do you guys hope doesn't come back to bite you in the ass when you're 17, 16, 18. I mean, Yeah. You know, but like that's, I think, the, the statute of limitations thing. And and maybe that's like what uh, facilitated the like such a big sort of like hot topic debate over it. But I feel like when you really boil it down is the statute of limitations as it stands now for states, something that needs to be addressed. 
and yeah. changed maybe or well and it's up to the states each individual state i don't know that i mean maybe the federal government can step in and write a law i don't think they will Mm-hmm. Um, that you need to have this level of like statute a minimum, of limita- a minimum statute okay. of limitations. That would be the way to handle it at a federal level. Yeah. And it would be more of a, if you don't do this, we keep this amount of funding away from you like they did I with see. the drinking age. Yeah. And they had tied it to highway funding. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's how that law would go into effect. Um. I don't know what they would tie the funding to. It's totally something they could try to do, and I'm yeah. sure they would challenge it in court. What that limitation needs to be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think 16 states, according to some article I just read mm-hmm. from 2016, don't have a statute of limitations. Wow. Um, California's is like 10. Mm-hmm. Florida has different ones for varying levels, like... Um, Sexual assault with the force of a deadly weapon doesn't have one, but other levels do have them. Um, And it's tricky. Um, So tricky. I don't know what you'd want to do. I know where this was supposed to have happened. They don't have a statute of limitations. So if there was something credible, um, they could go back and look into it and, Mm -hmm. and find something. But... I don't think they're doing it, or if they have, I don't Yeah. But I just wonder, like, what percentage uh, it, it would be likely that you would even find. And it's so hard with that story that she, mm-hmm. when she doesn't say she doesn't remember this and that and the other, and it's totally legitimate that she wouldn't remember these things. Right. Like, this wasn't a time where it was really uh, something you're going to tell your parents the mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. If she didn't write it down, like, right afterwards, it seems less and less believable. And that's where you get to the problem with he said, she said. Yeah. Two different stories. And who, who do you believe? And this was just political theater, mm-hmm. basically. You had people yeah. who were not going to change I their minds. I think that's what you mean by it had a stink to it. Oh, yeah. Well, that and... Well, you you saying that I don't think that people should have known that this even occurred. Like the fact that we have so much coverage of this, like that should have been the kind of thing that was handled outside of the mm-hmm. public eye. Like I I, yeah. I personally don't believe it was any of our business. Absolutely not. And here here's why I don't think so. Because on on the one hand, a victim should be protected at any cost. Yes. On the other hand, you should be assumed innocent until proven guilty. You throw this out there mm-hmm. and make let everybody make up their minds immediately, and then this whole thing is is we now we're arguing about something else on Facebook. Hundred percent. This is another interesting book I read during law school, which mm-hmm. are, what what are the rights of the victims then? Yeah. Does that victim have the right to throw that out there and say this is what happened mm-hmm. and listen to my story and what? is the state's responsibility to the victim. Yeah. And, you know, because everything's laid out, like, your responsibility with a, an offender, right? Yeah. You, they get this trial, due process kicks in, they get an attorney if they can't afford one, but that victim, what, you know, or it's, it's uh, difficult. It's a short little read, but it kind of opens your eyes up like, oh. Yeah. 
Like, what happens if the police just don't do anything with this? Yeah, well, and I feel like we're kind of only touching right now on uh, uh, primarily, like, disclosing events that happen, happen, like, as an adult or sort of, like, on the precipice of adulthood. Mm-hmm. But on the opposite end of that, you know, you have uh, so many child victims yes. that happen, and overwhelmingly these people will never disclose their uh, struggle you know, well, a lot of them are family members. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. 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 Really. Right. High. Or, uh, friends of family, you know, they, they or know they're close attacker. friends. Or yeah. yeah. Super right. common. Um, yeah. but so I was looking at, uh, some stuff and basically it was saying on average for a, uh, survivor of childhood sexual assault, the average age of disclosing, if they disclosed was around 56 Huh, really? And when you think of that in terms of the average lifespan for someone. Now, when you say disclose, what does that mean? Just telling another person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boring Kelsey to tears. No, no, no. I was like, <laughs> no, I mean, just, I can okay. see that. Yeah. Yeah. But, That's, I think, where it gets tricky. Well, and I bet. Because that you there's see different it. types of victims. There's different types of attackers. There's different types of assault. It's, I'd like to see that study, but over the last 10 years, if yeah, that age has been it, dropping. I think it's going to drop. I feel I really like that's, that's what I was just about to say is like 56 seems like a really long time to carry something like that around in mm-hmm. this day and age when you've got people like Terry Crews speaking yeah. out about stuff right. that happened. And how old is Terry Crews? He's got to be in his 40s. So. And, and, uh, and I mean, just seeing the he, people are empowered now in a way that they've never been before. Right. And. That's in in all uh, gender roles or whatever. It's it's everybody has a has like a responsibility now to say things that bother them so that they don't build up over time or whatever. Mm. So I feel like that age will will most certainly drop. But mm-hmm. I wonder if there's like certain things that you can see that people do, like certain traits that people who were were. Uh, Assaulted as a child. A hundred percent, yes. Like, you can almost tell, like, by the way people do certain things, like, oh, I've seen this before. I know what happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, statistically, uh, individuals that were abused as children are far more likely to have a repeat abuse occur to them at some yeah. point in their life. Um, and depending on the type of assault that happens, right? So, uh, whether or not it was from someone that they knew that they were very close with, if there was a grooming process that happened, um, or if it was, uh, which is like, a, I feel like kind of a statistical anomaly. It doesn't really happen often, but, uh, just like a violent sort of, uh, attack that happens from someone they don't know. Right. Um, but based off of... But those are the, the ones you hear about in the news the most. Well, because it propagates those rape myths that mm-hmm. people are um, sort of so accustomed to. And, uh, you know, it elicits a, sort of like a primal fear in everyone. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's afraid of the, the person in the, in the alley. Right. You know? Nobody's afraid of their stepdad. Yeah. Or their uh, youth director or, you know what I mean? The and that seems on. the case more often than not. It's like that South Park episode where all the parents banish themselves from 
South Park because they were more likely to hurt their kids. And then they built a big wall. Mm. <laughs> they got the Chinese restaurant guy to make it. And right. then the Mongolians went through it. Yeah. You come in my they, shitty walk. They hit right on the money, the, the problem. Yeah, they and did. They yeah. presented it in a Tongue funny way. Yeah. yeah. It was more about child abduction than uh, sexual assault. Good. Yeah, that makes me feel a little better about yeah. it. Yeah. Not much, though. No. It's still not good. But yeah, these people are the, the these who are doing these things in homes mm. where people are growing up thinking that this is just normal. Like this is just something that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then one day you realize like you remember the episode when uh when Chandler and all of them got Joey's uh Taylor, Taylor to yeah. measure him up and he was like <laughs> Joey, that's not okay, buddy. Like, no, that's how. Do you yeah. remember that episode of Friends? No. The the tailor goes to measure Chandler. Mm -hmm. Joey recommends this tailor to Chandler. Yeah, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. And uh, Chandler goes to see Is him. Is this Chubby Chandler or Skinny Chandler? Skinny Chandler. I think it's okay. first season Chandler. Oh uh, yeah. Or second season. It Chandler. was it was early on in early the on. series. Yes. Yeah. Before okay. he got Chubby after yeah. Monica. Yeah. And a little before Monica. Yeah, pre-rehab. Yeah. Okay. So Prehab. Prehab. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So he's at the tailor, and the guy is doing his end seam, and he cups and moves mm, them mm -hmm, over. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, what? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they bring it up to him, and, and Ross is like, no, yeah, yeah, that is totally normal. In prison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but um, let's make, make it tongue-in-cheek so it's not something that... Yeah. You know, it makes people yeah. uncomfortable to talk about. And this but. guy had been doing that to him his whole life since he was a little boy. <sighs> yeah, that's the whole thing is that, that people grow up in these situations and they think it's absolutely normal. So I wonder if that's why that percentage of undocumented cases go, are, are so high or goes so high. Just because some folks may really just not know that what was going on was wrong. Like they just, just think that's the way it is. I could maybe see that argument up to a certain age. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, like once, But I think uh, inevitably at any point in time, a childhood survivor is going to come to terms and have to grapple with the fact that, yeah, and like, oh, shit, maybe this was not okay. Maybe this was not something that should have happened to me. And now I wonder if... I wonder what the percentage of people who had experienced things like that end up becoming that. Again, I think it goes back to the nature and uh, sort of like the prolonged exposure that they had to that yeah. sort of experience. Um, I would assume that individuals who are groomed for a prolonged period of time and experience prolonged bouts of sexual abuse from someone that they knew are probably far more likely to uh, become, you know. Yeah. Or at least display some of those same sort of sexual aggressions. It's so sad to think about the future of the of the world. Mm -hmm. Taking all of this stuff into account. Yeah, sometimes, but really also, like, uh, well, yeah, and it should to a certain degree, but I think that being able to talk about it, right, that's the first step. Yeah. And uh, things don't get better unless we start removing some of the stigmas associated with it and make it uh, okay for victims to have a voice and, uh, you know, make some noise to change some due process. I agree. Which is what we're doing here. We're making the noise. 
we don't reach a lot of people from this small little podcast, but we, we have a voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish more people used their voices for things like this rather than negative. Yeah. Negative things, which I complain a lot about a lot of shit. But I try to keep that to my small circle of friends and not blast it all over Facebook. Yeah, I try not to blast on Facebook at all. Oh, I didn't do that. For six or, months. Well, I've at least not done it for six months, but... Oh, Definitely just, not for No Nut. Oh, I think that's so bad leading up to two years ago, tomorrow. And, is that um, when you spiraled and blasted a ton of stuff? What is? I no, I never oh. did that. But, but that's like, when I thought it, it was like like a D day for uh, for you for I like just, your Facebook I, rock bottom. Or I know, no, 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 no. It I, sounded ominous. You know, I think when you're a, I, I like to come off as kind of neutral as a professional. As um, you should. Yeah, I was with another attorney recently who, like, point blank asked someone if they were Republican or Democrat during an interview. And I was like, Oy. that seems like maybe the most divisive thing you can do right now. But at the same time, it's like, it didn't used to be. Yeah. Um, Welcome to this false dichotomy that there's a bipartisan party that we have to affiliate ourselves with. Now yeah, the thing that, that we talk, the only thing that we talk about are the thing, are one of the things that they tell you you should never talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. You should never talk about politics. You should never talk about religion. Yeah. And that is basically that, all anybody talks about these days. Yeah. Religion has dropped off because politics has, has, has like, polite dinner conversation was no sex, money, politics or religion. Yeah. Right. And uh, and it left nothing for people to talk about, and so <laughs> yeah, when you talk about sports, mm, so how was your day? See well, that? it's pretty shitty, actually. But yeah, I when I guess now that we're to the point where the conversation has been started, it can't be stopped. Like the 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 no, stop, that cat stop. is way, cat out, of is way out of the bag. So now we have to figure out a way to have these conversations without losing friendships mm-hmm. or destroying families or yeah because there's literal like there are people and none in my immediate family like I'm Thanksgiving's not going to be bad you know what I mean and like but there are there are people in my extended family who if we would be like family or union time it would be like I do not want to talk to you because you're a fucking idiot and I see the shit you put on Facebook <laughs> and like yeah. you're a fucking idiot you have zero brain cells in your in your head yeah and you, you, you don't know what you're talking about, and you're an idiot. But I, and I'm just saying that, and I don't really leave and, and go anywhere. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still pretty much in my circle of where most of my family yeah. lives. But imagine somebody from, my, from this area who, like, moved to California or something like <laughs> that and became extremely, yeah, extremely cultured, overcultured almost. Well, I mean, there are a lot of Republicans in California, too. Yeah, they really are. Well, you can find a bubble I mean, anywhere. It's like the most populous state. And yes, no doubt, there's there, more liberal people. But there's a lot of Republicans who are not the the red people that are talked about. You know, as right. there are a lot of Democrats who are not the idiot blue people that people also talk about. Like, there's idiot red people and there's idiot blue people. Absolutely. But all blue and red people are not idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that is the most popular. Um, well, it's easier to vilify viewpoint someone that doesn't agree with you. Yeah, 
you know, and to like uh, kind of like try to break them down. Yeah. Than it is to actually like hear someone. But really, when you talk about this stuff, like, what's the whole reason you do it? Why? Do you, what? What is the singular reason that you talk to people about shit like this? Because you want to persuade them to agree with you, right? Yeah. Like you want them to get on board. You want them to hear what you have to say and go, "Oh yeah, no, that's actually a really good point," you know. But you can't do that if you're angry. And you're in, like, a blind rage, yeah. and yes. you're just assuming that the other person's a freaking idiot. You can't right. start a conversation expecting to change someone's mind if you're not willing to also have your mind changed. Exactly, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you you know, we can assume all day long that the person sitting across from us thinks the way that they think because of this. But really, at the end of the day, we don't truly know why they think the way that they think unless we open up a dialogue and discuss it with them. Exactly, and and it's... How do you talk to them? How mm-hmm. do you, without getting everyone's feelings hurt and everything else? And I mean, yeah. at some point, I guess you have to rip off the Band-Aid if you want to talk yep. and get through to them and then come to some mutual understanding about something. That's, I'm just blabbering now. wonder how far we are away from that mutual understanding, though. Oh, it'll never happen. Well, I mean. I don't think it'll ever happen. Does... We can we can close the gap a little bit, but sure. I, I wonder if it's any better or if it's just the same in countries like uh, France and Great Britain, where they yeah. don't have two parties. They have conservative and liberal parties, multiple. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they've got like eleven candidates. Yeah, yeah. And then those people have to decide whether or not they want to get together behind someone. The mm-hmm. prime minister's got to say make a deal with all these people. And if they come together and vote for the prime minister, then they control the government over there. Can I be honest with you without Uh, kind of like sounding like an asshole? Yeah, go ahead. I kind of feel like the majority of the rest of the world is probably far more literate and knowledgeable about the ways in which their government works. Might be. And the sort of platforms that the their uh, politicians or their parties or, you know, whatever it is that they classify that as, what they stand for, what's at stake. I feel like here in America, we get hung up on a 30-second tagline. Yeah. Without reading the article. I actually think yeah. we're super tied into one or two issues Mm -hmm. that don't move anyone and trigger word it's abortion Mm -hmm. and the other one is um capital punishment maybe maybe there's something that Mm -hmm. you know you you but i think there's still that gay rights that's used it's like used as a divider yes because there's like these really loud people on the extreme sides that don't agree on it yeah and then everyone in the middle is more reasonable. Yeah. More and more you get to the middle mm-hmm. of the average population where they're like, yeah. well, yeah, maybe it's okay in that instance. And then mm-hmm. you get the legislatures writing all this shit. And it's, mm-hmm. Do you want to know what I wish people would ask in those cases? Right? I really wish that they would ask, who's the divider? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Not what's the topic. Not what do they think, yeah. what do we Who's think. Who's responsible for Who's this? Who's the divider? Who's dividing us and why? Mm-hmm. Why are they dividing us? Right. They That's want us question. to fight with each other so they won't, so that we won't pay attention to what they're doing on there. I'm trying not to be as Noah Byrne conspiracy, conspiracy theorist here. Shout out, Noah. Well, Shout out, Noah. But, but I really do 100% believe that they want us to look 
at and I and, and Scott Mann brought this to light when I when I had a conversation with him one night that they cover political things like a sports like like sports like you watch yeah. CNN and Fox News and MSNBC they all look a lot like ESPN and mm. they cover everything just like that which forces oh, people to take a like side that. it oh. forces people to take a side it's totally yeah. team it's teams now. Yeah, yeah it's teams yeah. now it's like oh well you don't you, you don't like my team then fuck you like why do you why do you like it's a bunch of bandwagon fans. An interesting study would be to see if the people who are unreasonable fans are also unreasonable political hacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're just on a team yeah. on either side. Yeah. You know, the, the guy who hates his rival team mm-hmm. so much. Blind, yeah. Blindly. If they, yeah, blindly. Yeah. If, if it goes into politics, too, that would be an interesting I'm sure there's some kind of study on it, but Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe and Joe Rogan talked about this the other day, kind of, where he's like, you can just read, like if uh, if he gets like Twitter trolls that just just bitch about certain things that he does or whatever, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'm gonna just see who this person is, and you click on their profile, and it's all just them complaining about things or whatever. Or if you go <laughs> yeah. on like TripAdvisor, and you see. Uh, somebody like you get five star, five star, five star, five star, and then like one star. Yeah. And you click on that one star person's profile. Every single review they leave is a one, one star, star review. Yeah. Like every like there are certain people who just derive pleasure. In yes. That person. Going back to our other mm-hmm. uh, our earlier conversation, people just want to watch the train wreck. They just yeah. want to see this thing go down in flames. Yep. I think that people almost pull for the negative thing to happen so that they can say, I told you so they'd rather be right than, than comfortable. I think some people, can I be honest and say, I'm not saying that. I I think some people are like that. No, no, I agree hundred percent with what you're saying, but what I'm saying is going to make me sound like the biggest asshole on the planet because few things feel as good as being able to say, I told you so. so. Yeah, (laughs) it's a pretty gratifying. It is, but when I told you so, is like oh, so our country is now in the garbage can. You're such a better person than I am. No, I just I don't know. I I don't I don't take pleasure out of that anymore. I used to for sure. Am I petty? Maybe I'm petty. No, and I don't mind saying. Listen, I don't mind doing the, the. Here's the thing: if I'm very adamant about something, and I'm telling somebody, hey, you shouldn't do this thing because I've, I, I I see where you're headed and it's mm-hmm. not a good place. And then they do this thing, and they come back to you, and you're having that conversation, and be like, sorry, man, I. I, I told you. Like, I, I don't know what you want to hear from me. Like I, yeah. I tried to help you prevent this, and it's not necessarily like a oh, I told you so, but it's yeah. it's most certainly coming from the same place. And I have no problem in the world being that person. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I saying, think hey, it's you should have listened to me next time. Listen to me. Yeah, and I, I don't Everyone care so much if they want to listen to me or not. I definitely want you to listen to Kelsey. Uh, don't listen to me. Todd Brown's want an ETA right here weekly. Yeah, we're we're wrapping this up, so you can tell him that. We're Unlike right. Tyler Brown, hey, hey, I'm trying to it's uh, anniversary I, time. Yeah, it's like you're 15 minutes mm-hmm. away from your anniversary, so I don't want to keep yeah, you much longer. Uh, yeah, but, after 10 years, I can't uh, wait. I'm quivering with anticipation. <laughs> 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 Love you, honey. 
No, but, but seriously though, like, and, and 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 it's sort of interesting that we go back to that whole thing. Like, people just want to watch the train wreck, and that yeah, sort yeah. of brings this conversation somewhat full circle. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot. It's a lot to take in at one time. It's a lot to talk about. This will probably have to be done in seg in, in segments where we'll do several yeah. of these over the course of the next few months. Yeah, we can get into some of the cognitive and social sort of psychology behind why we're like this. Yeah. We can look at it from an evolutionary perspective. We can touch on the legal yeah, sure. and philosophical. I, I'd actually be more interested in, in why people like being right so much. I, I just want people to look up, like, do it your like, yeah. come to me for advice. I'll give you some advice. But do some research. if you didn't do what I said, do I'm not going to be like, I told you so. It'd be like, yeah, yeah you... If you don't believe me, go... Oh, for the record, I'm not that person yes, to do that in an academic sort mm. of... Oh, sure. No, that's not me. It's just, more of I'll like a... i do that a, to my friends. Like a, uh, oh, well, I, I burnt the whatever, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I told you so, kind of thing. It's like, and, I'll, and I'll say, well, you know, some of the, the things are hard, depends on what kind oh, of thing you were using. Ladies, single. My thing is, is when I see Adam <laughs> sit his beer on the floor next to his pedals, I'm like, don't put <laughs> that there. <laughs> But then he'll put it there and yeah, kick it over, and, and it over. gets his cables all wet. And, I, he, and so. I look, and I don't even say it anymore. I just look at him and look at it. Just yeah, but he knows. Mm-hmm. But he knows. I've said it enough. And he's probably like, yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah, but he doesn't give a shit. He's like, he's you overthink everything too much, man. I'm like, yeah, but I don't make a whole lot of mistakes. Oh, <laughs> peeking it out. <sighs> Sorry, that was a little loud. Anywho, any final thoughts? Let's uh, go back and edit in a headphone warning. Yeah, headphone warning. Uh, Implicit.harvard.edu. Go take that test. Find out more about why you think the way that you think. And uh, make yourself aware. Be uh, self-aware in what you're doing moving forward. Open up a dialogue. Talk to one another. Be accountable. Hold yourself accountable, guys. Mm. Be Accountable. B B accountable. B E A C C O U N T A B L E. This is why we win trivia. <laughs> yeah. We win trivia, by the way. This uh, this is uh, a brain, half of the trivia team. Well, the brain I, trust. Yeah. I don't know what I bring, but I'm there. Oh, I'm we, drinking. We, we, a lot we, of wrong we did, answers. We did well. That is very true. But when I am right, I am right. No, I, I so I felt bad about the wagering things. I was like, man, I just really feel like that's right. Like you, yeah. I, I saw it and it just made so much sense. Contortionist, uh, contortionist. Oh yeah, we wouldn't have had to go to the final one. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't matter. We, we won. Still won. Tomato, we still won. Tomato. Anywho. Potato. Potato. Anywho, uh, so I watched all of House of Cards yesterday. I watched all of season six. Watched season six of House of Cards. I'm gonna start the Sabrina. What's yep. it called again? The Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Yes, I'm based off the comic books, not the TV show. Yeah, I'm gonna start watching that tonight after I watch Joe Rogan's Sober October recap and everything. But finally finished Cheers, y'all. Man, I finally finished Cheers. I still think you should get a T-shirt for that. Like once you finish that, you, it should just be like auto mailed to you. Eleven damn seasons. Talk about some weird sexual abuse type stuff. Just the way Sam treats women in Dude, that show. It's so not okay. I've pointed that out in this in this podcast so many times. Like Sam Malone would not fly today. No. I and mean, now he plays he God actually, on another show or something. Yeah, ironically that's a pretty enough. Funny show. 
It's very philosophical. Hmm. They throw out like like actual philosophy uh, questions. This show's called That's The Good cool. Place, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I do like that show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's not God on that show. Oh, well, no. I haven't watched it, so I, it looks like he's God from. Yeah. Sorry if that ruins anything. Spoiler. It's fine. Anyway. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and scoot on out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for hanging out with us on the cool hour with Alicia and Patrick. Yeah, the thanks cool for having us. Hour. If you like it, let us know. Yeah. If we'll you don't coming. like it, let us know. Let us know. Leave reviews. Yeah. Leave reviews. Leave nasty, racist reviews so when Patrick goes and Google yeah, I'll like, definitely searches read them it, all. it actually like gets filtered through to him because apparently he's got some weird filters on his, his stuff. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, we're getting out of here. Love you, mean it. In a world full of shitty people, being shitty people all the time, don't be one of those people. Be a good person. Make a decision to be a good person. Please, it's not hard. Peace, bitches. Love you, buddy.